Hey guys, I'm Bert with Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. We have six dabs and six questions. So sit back, light your torches, as we sit down and interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. Hey, this is Timothy Edwards, AKA Timmy, with the Cannabis Saves Lives brand. You can check out all Cannabis Saves Lives gear at CannabisSavesLives.Threadless.com. You can check out my videos on YouTube. You can check out my music on Reverb Nation and SoundCloud, and even check out my album on iTunes. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook. For today's series of dabs, we'll begin our smoke session with the Mac and Cookies, a Zauer Larry, and a Caesar's Punch. And we'll round out the session with a Primus, a Hawaiian, and a tie stick. Thank you for joining us today on Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are joined by Timothy Edwards, also known as Timmy. Uh, thanks for coming up, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's uh, I've been excited to interview you for a little while now. We, I'm, uh, I've been looking forward to this. Um, so, uh, if you're ready, we're going to go ahead and get straight into it. Um, today we are going to be starting out with a, a good old favorite of mine, uh, Miracle Alien Cookies. Miracle Alien Cookies is a well-balanced and all-around hard-hitting hybrid that is known for its distinct diesel and citrus taste and tendency to leave the smoker foggy and feeling floaty. We found a gram of this live resin at a shop on Evergreen Way in Everett. Now I have to warn you, I've taken seven dabs so far this day. Hey man, I'm right there with you, man. Right. Right, cool. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get trashed together. All right, That's cool. all right. <laughs> all right, man. So that is loaded and ready for you whenever you're good to go. What was that again? That's a Miracle Alien Cookie. Miracle Alien Cookies? Yeah. I love the cookies, friends. <laughs> I don't know if that, uh, I don't think I got a big enough dab. Well, we can always give you another one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. We're up, we're up to eight now. That better not count as my second dab. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. All right, all right. Oh, no. we, let, we let people smoke as much as they can. All right. <laughs> Smoking it all. There you go. All right. So, uh, the first thing we'd like to ask everybody that comes through here is, um, what role does cannabis play in your creative process? I think my answer is more that it, it plays just in my daily life process. It's my medicine. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, growing up, it was obviously illegal and I could have gotten far, I can get pharmaceutical drugs, but throughout the years I've discovered that cannabis is my choice. And so as far as the creative process, it's just always kind of been a part of me, you know, it helps <laughs> relax me. There's, there's. You know, it mellows me out. It helps, you know, me to work with my lyrics and things like that. But I think that my creative process is still, I can, I don't have to be stoned to write music. It's just cannabis is just a medicine to me. It's something I just, it's, I'm always smoking, you know. That's fantastic. From morning, noon, and night. You know, not consistently, but, you know, just when I need, it's, it's when I need to smoke and I want to relieve my pain. That's what I do. Absolutely. Uh, do you have any uh, preferences towards like in the cut or sativa or any favorite strains? Uh, I used to be all about sativa. But okay. as I started to learn more about the, the medicinal sides to it, I realized that like I'm, I probably, for my physical condition, I need more of the, you know, high something that I, I like to have some CBD, but I still need like a hybrid indica, indica, okay. indica hybrid. I don't really want to be couch locked and put to sleep all the time, but but there, there's seems to be stronger characteristics um, within the indica strains that that my body responds to in a positive way. All right. Okay. 
So moving on now, we uh, we have a Zauer Larry. Zauer Larry is an indica dominant strain with gentle undertones of lemon and burnt orange, and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling couch lock and creative. We squared a gram of this BHO wax at a dispensary in Capitol Hill. Has living in Washington influenced your creative process? I feel like I've had a first seat, first person perspective to what's going on in this country as far as legalization. Washington and Colorado are the first states to get that December mm-hmm. 6th to 2012 for us. Um, we've had medical in Washington since 98, but it wasn't something that was really available to, you know, a lot of people. It was right. like really strict. Everything before that, you know, black market. Um, I was able to witness <clears throat> it going from, you know, the lead, you know, medical, I became medical in two, 2009 and everything prior to that was, you know, something where I was considered a criminal or felt like I was considered a criminal for doing, you know, what I'm choosing to do. And when we had the medical markets in, you know, 2012, 2012 to 2015, we had, you know, the medical markets and things just seemed like it was all about the patient. Mm-hmm. And then 2015 comes around and it became about the profit. And the change in, in this state became completely different and it gutted medical. And as far as my music and what I do is I felt being a person who's got the first for, you know, first row view at all of this stuff is I got to tell my story. I'm not, I'm a medical patient and I'm, you know, I love doing music and this is, and it just kind of combined as, you know, this is part of my purpose as an activist and be able to talk about, you know, this stuff. And it was watching, you know, I'm, I'm not against making money. I'm not against, doing what you got to do to survive, but it was watching how the, the, the hands to the, the, the way that the game changed up in here in, in Washington mm-hmm. as it became more about the profit than the patients. The, you know, when we became more recreational, it gutted the medical market. Mm-hmm. We lost our collectives. We lost our, um, there's no home grow, you know, even without medical, there's no home grow. Yeah. Um, if you want to be on the registry as a medical patient, you have to sign up and be put in the same registry as sex offenders. There's two columns within that registry. There's the sex offender registry, and then there's the medical marijuana registry. Mm-hmm. And just say they accidentally get your name mixed up and put you know, in the wrong category. It's just nobody should have to be sub- subject to that. You know, Washington mm-hmm. has the highest tax rate in the name when it comes to cannabis we don't have cannabis clubs there's still 100 people sitting in prison around the country today for cannabis mm-hmm. and there you know there's all these things that i can say that are wrong but then to put it into perspective is you have states like idaho that have no legalization so then it's like well i guess we're doing pretty good here in washington well, but but yeah. i've been around the country and seen you know the other states that are following in our footsteps you know oklahoma is you know booming right now yeah. And, and I, I definitely have a lot of fun down there, but it's all medical right now. Mm-hmm. And once things change to recreational, it's going to be a different game down there. And if you don't look at what's happening in Colorado and in Washington and even Oregon, which kind of follow in the footsteps of Washington, like these same things are going to happen in those states. And so mm-hmm. as far as what my music is being able to, you know, tell my story and tell what's really going on is it's part of the activism. It's just activism with the beat. Absolutely. All right, so moving on to our third one here, we have some Caesar's Punch. 
Caesar's Punch is a hybrid known for its complex blend of earthiness, diesel, and mint, and has a tendency to leave the smoker with a serious case of the munchies. We found a gram of this crumble at a dispensary on Evergreen Way in Everett. That's dab number 11, by the way, <laughs> for those who were not counting. All right. So uh, you were a man of many highlights, uh, from small business ownership to managing cannabis-related media and performers. Um, of all of your many achievements, uh, which one are you the most proud of and why? Uh, I would say as far as like my work in the cannabis industry, uh, I'm definitely proud of the fact that a uh, I used, I'm the most featured artist at Hempfest on a national level. I've done six other festivals across the country. I was on the first ever uh, cannabis-themed radio show called Greenstream that came out on December 6, 2012, and we used to uh, cover all the cannabis news and stuff going on in Washington. So that was actually something that opened the door for me and that's got me awesome. into, the, into the industry. That's something that's really proud, that I'm really proud of. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in communication. Um, aside from my cannabis saves lives and my music, I do have um, a small company, One Eternity, and I do like artist management, uh, event coordination, and stuff like that. Um, I'm affiliated with Lion Pride Music. I do sales and marketing with Dab Stars. I'm the Northwest um, Cannabis. Uh, you, sorry, see the Dabs are getting that Dab got me. I'm the North. <laughs> I'm the Northwest uh, manager for actor comedian Justin Ruppel, and so you'll be seeing some work that I'll be doing with him in the future. Awesome. Um, you know, other than that, I've worked with some other artists and managed, you know, done a lot of event coordination. I've always wanted to be in the music business and cannabis has always kind of coincided with that. And so sure. to be able to go from being black market to being where I'm at, you know, God's blessed me really good. And I'm, you know, definitely um, thankful for all of the things that I've accomplished. That's awesome. All right. So we're at the halfway point here, um, and we're going to be moving on with something really pretty. Uh, this is uh, Primus. Primus is a hard-hitting indica-dominant strain known for its long-lasting high and sour taste. We found a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on Route 99 in Everett. See, uh, so you are active in the legalization fight, uh, especially in the medical cannabis side, um, and have uh, your group, Cannabis Saves Lives. Hell yeah. Um, so uh, what can you tell us about it? So Cannabis Saves Lives started out as a song on my album, Still Growing Because of Cannabis, which is available on iTunes. And uh, it was just like an anthem of what cannabis is for me, why I choose cannabis over pharmaceutical drugs. And, uh, and part of it was talking about, you know, the, the things going on in Washington, uh -huh. you know? And so that turned into maybe I could just make a shirt like this. So then this shirt was created in 2016 nice. and, uh, it was just, you know, some merchandise. And then I decided to do a tour. So we toured from the end of 2016, not consistently, but we had different shows, section section, excuse me, sections of shows that we did uh -huh. uh, from the end of 2016 through 2018. We went to 10 different states across the country. Nice. Um, 
been part of that was a lot of the hemp fests and that kind of helped add on to uh, me doing six hemp fests and stuff like that over that course of that time. Nice. Um, but that was just my anthem of my life, my testimony, trying to take the message outside of Washington to places that needed to hear it. And then that turned into uh, being more kind of a clothing line. So now I have my clothing line that I have and merchandise store, uh, cannabissavelives.threadless.com. How how did it go in in from uh, turning like say you said it started as a song like how did that uh, what was the inspiration to turn it into an entire brand like I think because I realized that with everything changing and everything going you know as I was trying to build myself as an artist you you definitely have to recognize if you if you're a business you have to create some sort of brand for yourself and wanting to share my message and trying to you know integrate my passion and love for the patients and the legalization and all the activism side of me mm-hmm. into a world where you have to think about being a brand and thinking about the business side. Cannabis Saves Lives was something that like it, there's Timmy, the artist, and that mm-hmm. was all about Timmy, but Cannabis Saves Lives is so much more than me. Cannabis Saves Lives is for every person that's used cannabis and said, you know, I choose cannabis over the pharmaceutical drugs. Cannabis Saves Lives is more than just a catchy phrase. It's it's the anthem. It's the testimony. It's the movement for the people. All right. Uh, Moving on here, we have a blue Hawaiian. There you go. Hawaiian is a classic sativa that is known for its smooth smoke, hints of lemon, and tendencies to leave the smoker focused and chatty. We picked up a gram of this crumble from a shop on Broadway in Everett. Mm, that's always a favorite of mine. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you frequently make appearances in the National Hemp Fest circuit, uh, being featured not just here in Seattle, but Oklahoma, Idaho, and a few other states. Um, what have been some of the differences between the audiences and the receptions, sta- like state to state? I would say Idaho for sure was a, one of the greatest receptions I've gotten just because people there want legalization so bad. And for activists do a festival there and and really you know carry it out you know seattle hemp fest is always going to be you know my you know most favorite uh, Mm -hmm. festival because that's the first place i ever performed and so you know uh, i would say just seeing how vivian started you know hemp fest and was able to branch that out and have other people take the hemp fest name and then for me to be able to be a part of it was such an honor um oklahoma is you know Another place where I feel like it's just in a way it's like Idaho, you know, Idaho wishes that they could get what Oklahoma is right now. And I always have kind of a, a soft spot for Idaho because of the, you know, they need it so bad there. Yeah. And then the re- sure. and so the reception I get there is always been very accepting. Not that I'm not, you know, out of every place that I feel like the most, you know, accepting crowd there. That's actually really good to know. I'd actually kind of like to check out one of Idaho's hemp fests one of these times. Um, well, uh, how big are they, like, by comparison, just for those of us who maybe not have been to one? We're talking a few hundred people. Maybe oh, okay. a thousand people. It's, it's smaller. It's definitely smaller. Okay, um, much more personal. As far as, you know, performing in front of thousands of people and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. say Seattle or we did, I did Las Vegas. Um, I guess, you know, you, you didn't ask, like, if you didn't ask, um, I did Seattle, Olympia, Boise, 
-hmm. and then Oregon, Vegas, and Oklahoma. So just to kind of give an idea of what the, the different places I've been. Vegas was more party style. I, I can you know, see that. Was like, I can totally see that. Yeah. It was like, you know, casinos and cannabis. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be hitting a uh, tie stick. Tie stick is a sativa strain that leaves the smoker with a charge of energy and feeling chatty for hours, and it's known for its unique taste of sweet pine. We found a gram of this crumble at a shop on 88th Avenue in Linwood. You have shared the stage with many different performers, uh, from Michael Winslow to Rappin' Forte, uh, and the performing art uh, arts have had a long relationship with the cannabis community. Um, as more states legalize, do you predict more artists will embrace or cater to the cannabis community? Absolutely. It's already happening. I mean, there's a lot of celebrities who are working, you know, to get their own brands. I mean, you know, everything from Chong to you know, Willie Nelson to Snoop Dogg to, I just did an event in Oklahoma with Jakua, which is Lil Wayne's brand. I mean, Hollywood Steve Urkel, just recently. <laughs> you know, Jim Belushi has a farm. There's all, there's all sorts of people that are well-known names in the, in the entertainment world who are coming out with their own brands. So I I foresee that coming more and more. You're going to, you know, even athletes, some there's athletes who are being more open about their cannabis use and you're seeing it come out into modern pop culture yeah of people using cannabis it's it's gonna be you know it's, it's gonna continue doing that for sure everybody check his stuff out uh definitely check out cannabis saves lives um and like i said these shirts are comfortable so <laughs> uh, so thank you guys oh and one more thing i forgot go for it i forgot to mention freedom grow forever um they are a group that i work with so 10 percent of the, my profits go to them they work with the commissary books for the people that are still sitting in prison today. Um, oh, there's, cool. there's over 100 people still sitting in prison around the country uh, for cannabis, nonviolent cannabis related offenses. So that's important. Um, it's Check it out. I'm a part of. So, yeah, look them up. Freedom Grow Forever. Fuck yes. Stay high, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends. Bye. Ha <laughs>